0: Welcome and good evening everyone to the TXR podcast, the place to be for gaming talk, news, rumors, and all kinds of fun stuff. This is your favorite gaming host Invader, and I'm really looking forward to tonight's show. Get ready to kick back, relax, and pop open a cold one with us. We definitely opened up a couple right before we before we started this show. Uh, For tonight's show, we've got a really awesome guest, a content creator from the land Down Under and member of the Down Under Gaming Podcast. Please welcome Stick Figure. How are you doing, my friend?
1: Very good. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, Just use that word content creator loosely, Uh, (laughs) but not really happy to be on the show. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah
0: welcome welcome
1: of course of
0: course well yeah, yeah i've been mean to have you on for a while my friend you do some really good stuff you're a very positive fella one heck of a gaming fan and we're just glad to have you on can't wait for your insights uh megatron what have you been up to my friend how's things things are great things are great man ready to talk some games and um hang out with the uh the squad yeah no exactly you know we took a a Week off for the Easter break, and uh, you know, I'm back. I'm energetic, ready to get into the thick of things. Southie, Mr. Southbound. What's new? How are you been?
2: What it do do, y'all? Yeah, you know me. I'm just chilling, relaxing, just getting ready to, you know, talk some games with, with you guys, and uh just hopefully it's a good show.
0: Well, one can hope, right? <laughs> yes,
2: sir. Well, I will never set ourselves up to be bad, that's for sure. Come on,
0: nope, never, never ever. Tim Dog, how are you, bud?
3: Good. How you doing? Sunday night, ready to talk some TXR. Happy to have Stickfinger here. Have a great Community guy, great person. And, did you uh, say
2: stink finger? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't going to say. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: spotlight, no, sound no, over here. <laughs> you can't. Uh, no, is
3: going to love that. Oh, is- <laughs>
1: oh, oh, oh you can
0: You don't want.
3: The, you don't want that to stick either. <laughs> <laughs> Too late now. Uh,
1: it,
0: wait, did you say stink finger? Yeah, that's
1: what it sounded like. <laughs> I thought it was
3: stick figure. No, 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 stick figure. But, it's um, great. Goodness, I, I happen happy to have him. I've known him for years. And, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, You've been on that I, show, on our yes, line. been on your show. I remember getting up at I think what, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> uh Yeah, it was six o'clock podcast. I remember hearing the birds chirping, and I'm like, oh, "What did I get myself <laughs> into?"
4: How but, well um, do you know him? Where was that finger at? That's what I wanted. To <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, no, I but uh, a great, great, great guy in the community, and, uh, and I'm, I'm very happy to have him here.
0: Absolutely. Yep. All right, guys, moving on to our first topic, and obviously we missed a week because of uh, Easter and whatnot. We took a week off, but there's all kinds of stuff to talk about and moving on. uh, Inside Xbox happened, and we had a few things unveiled by Microsoft. They finally announced the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. I know that's a mouthful. Obviously, going by that name, it's geared towards streaming and downloads, it cuts out the disc drive completely, and it's attempting to be more of a cheaper alternative at 250 bucks. Although, hey, at my Canadian funny money, it's like 300. Unfortunately, right. But oh, don't yeah. forget, anytime there's a there's sale,
2: it's all—it's always going to be 50 dollars cheaper than than the one with the drive. So I think a lot of people fail to realize that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just going by the base, anyways. But uh, otherwise, you know, it's an Xbox One S one ass with a one terabyte hard drive without the um the optical drive and it comes jack uh, jam-packed full of games with minecraft sea of thieves and forza horizon 3 so you got some pretty decent games there panel what are your thoughts on this console now that it's finally been announced and would you pick one up this all digital xbox uh, stick what are your thoughts on this my friend being the guest why don't you give us your impressions off right off the
1: bat yeah, no problem. Um, so, I, I, like with the console, the S. Me personally, I'm not going to buy the S. I always buy the X. Um, so, but from from you know from a price point point of view, it's a good move by by Xbox. Even if it's fifty dollars cheaper, it's still fifty bucks. And um, you know, if I had say a console already and I didn't need another one with a disc drive. Um, and there was no X, I so I probably would pick it up, you know, for that extra console in the different room or whatever. So, yeah, I think it's good. It's got a lot of negativity, more than positivity, from the you know the gaming community, but you know, on the storage and and the price point and everything. But you know, I just think it's a good good move, and you know, looking forward to see what they do next gen with the disc discless. You know, really quick, what was the storage on that? What was the info on the storage?
3: It was it's just one, one one terabyte. One terabyte.
0: Okay, well, like, and they give you the three games to Minecraft, uh, Forza Horizon 3, and Sea of Thieves. So that's already going to be eating up, uh, quite a bit. Maybe not Minecraft, but Sea of Thieves and Forza Horizon 3 will definitely eat up. So about like a quarter, if not more than that, of the hard drive is going to be taken up. Mm Um, but what it's
3: probably probably a
1: price point thing over that. So, like, if they did a whole point of the whole console to me is for a low end price point so if they made it to two terabytes or whatever it'd be too expensive you know so i don't know just well
2: i and also i think there's a lot of people that do mostly streaming and and it's basically a game pass box you know Mm -hmm. it's a netflix slash game pass box and you know it's just it's just more you know, access and you know it's just a diverse lineup of a console. I I can understand where a lot of people are like, why would I buy that when I just pay fifty bucks more for a drive and this and that? I I get it completely. You you want the option, but well, even more people, so. You, find, yeah.
4: you can find them one with the disc for two hundred and fifty bucks. I think if they would have added Game Pass to it, um, it would have really been a lot. You know, that a better that, value. Yeah, it'd have been a better better value. Mm-hmm. It was going down a lot easier, um, and then you, you're getting Forza Horizon Three, which isn't a bad game. I just don't know why they didn't have like why uh, didn't do four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then also people, some people say that they like three a lot better than four. So, a well, DLC it's a reliable,
0: model. it's a reliable title that they can count on. Plus, it's a couple of years old now, so it's cheaper. Like. They don't have to, like, really heavily discount it in the bundle. Uh, Sea of Thieves has been out, plus it was kind of a more discounted title right off the bat. And Minecraft is generally a cheaper title, too, and they're both... You look at Minecraft, you look at... Um, Sea of Thieves, and you look at Forza Horizon 3, and they all have a heavy integration on multiplayer and co-op aspects as well. So mm-hmm. I can see why they'd want to introduce that and have them in this bundle, for sure, with an all-digital console. But then if you uh, include Game Pass, I mean, all those games
4: are there. So I'm like, why well, not just...
3: Yeah, yeah sure. I kind of agree with, with that because they, they're right now, they're, well, their idea is that they're running a promotion for $0.33 cents a month. For three months, they're going to give you uh, Game Pass. I would have just included right. three three months for free mm-hmm. instead of all that. Uh, I would just added it and had people sign up originally. Um, I think the, they miscommunicated this a little bit in the fact that they say it's MSRP, you know, $50 cheaper. But if you go, like, on Walmart.com and you see it and pre-order it, you can pre-order it only for 249 And then right next to it, guess what's right next to it? The disc with the 4K player at $249. Yeah. Uh, I know what they're they're planning on doing, and I, I, I it's kind of a good idea. But just, again, they botched the messaging, in my opinion. Uh, sure. you, you, you know, you should have either waited on this... Or you know, add a three months game pass, and uh, you know the, the bottom line is though during the holiday this is going to be the cheapest console you can buy. Um, it's going to be probably around one forty nine with the deal, or it's going to be one seventy nine with six months of game pass. Um, I just felt like they missed an opportunity here. You also could have included game pass, like you said, and yeah, they are running that promotion thirty three cents a month, uh, which is I believe it's, it's a dollar U- for three.
2: It's a dollar for three months, basically.
3: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, why not just give the game? Why not give them the three? Have them sign up, give them three months of that, and with the with the games. And I think that's a start. But um, I don't know. I just they it's a missed opportunity, and and I I feel like uh, the negative pushback and all the stuff that went with it wasn't worth what they're trying to, exp- you know, if, if you're going to do something, experiment with it, at least get the simplest stuff. Correct. And yeah. again, they didn't.
1: The pre-order
3: mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. That's where they made them. They definitely
1: made a mistake there. They should have had it at one ninety-nine, even though it's recommended retail is 249 two forty-nine or whatever it is as a pre-order bonus or something, had it cheaper. You know, if you pre-order it this month, um, you get a cheaper and un- un- include game you like said
2: Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean who wouldn't look at a uh, 199 box and just
0: think holy I'm, I'm getting that mm-hmm. you know? Well, by the way, they're communicating it, you know, I'd rather go for the one with the hard drive in it Or sorry not the hard drive but the optical drive, you know, at least I get to play my blu-rays and whatnot my movies um, They're not communicating it as well as what I'd hoped and in a way, too, I think there's a missed opportunity here as well, just for uh, you got to look at the box itself, too. And it, it just it looks like an Xbox One S. I mean, I know that's in the name, but it looks very, you know, it's very eerily it's similar. Same. It's yeah, it just looks the same, and really, I think they missed an opportunity here for a complete redesign of it. You know, to make it more compact and really advertise, you know, a portability. Yeah, but but then you also
2: get into R and D and how much that costs to redesign. You know, a box and and you know, messing with you know the chipset and everything else. So, I mean, you just open up a whole another bowl of wax as well.
0: Eh, possibly, I'm not. The, the,
2: I mean, the, the, the risk is definitely not worth the reward.
0: Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I, I don't know the economics of it personally, but I mean, just to separate it from the regular Xbox One S, because again, it's like somebody, you could literally like, people were making mock-ups uh, even way before it was announced. You know, they were just like going to Photoshop and just, you know, putting white out on... Uh, The optical drive and that's basically what it was You know, so you know, that's the funny part about it. So in a way I do think there is a missed opportunity here personally um, But but like I said though, I mean yeah Everybody would have liked a
2: different looking console and everything but You have to test that for you know so long because then you'll have another red ring of death issue You know when you when you move stuff around and you try to compact stuff that just only causes more heat, so you got to worry about stuff like that.
0: Well, there, well, with the red ring and death thing. No, uh, I'm, just, also, I'm, I'm just
3: making a making a point. You know, well, I mean? like, if they did a redesign or they wanted to shrink the the the, uh, the box. you know the chipset, it, it would it would be a big deal. You know, it, they're, yeah, they're, not, they're not looking to do that with this. They were just looking for kind of a quick uh, fix, and and they just went about it wrong. You know. Uh, they, they could have just they could have done this so many different ways. They mm-hmm. could have, you know, included it with Game Pass. But you know, it's something that you know we all need, tend to knee jerk and get and get upset. But uh, I do think down the line, though, this is going to be the the console that you see for one eighty nine on uh, Costco in the mm-hmm. middle of in the middle of August. You are not going to see the one with the, the disc. So, um, necessarily, it's not a big deal. It's probably. Um, uh, a good idea. it's just that they could have went they could have went and they could have went about it differently and you know, kind of hyped it and got people on board. but you know, just the whole thing was just weird. and again, it's you know, it's just something that makes you scratch your head with Microsoft. It's like you can't you're going into a new gen now. This gen you basically got destroyed from from point A to point Z. You can't have these mistakes anymore. and if you do, then you're just going to become irrelevant. Because... And and
2: who is accountable in the end? Really, is it the PR? Is it the people? That make the <laughs> well, decision? I think it's
3: it's the overall. That's a the, that's a plan thing from the you know top end down. You know, that's you know because you you're taking out the disc. So so obviously this is you know this is this is the whole company wide. I don't think that you can blame Mike. I don't think you can blame the. I mean, you can, but the marketing was not going to be able to say, "Hey, let's put Game Pass in it." You know, if 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 you had the if you had uh, the plan was to add Game Pass, and I did hear through the grapevine that that was the original plan. Why and how this didn't, uh, you know, materialize? I don't know. Remember, you also heard rumors of the digital trade-in program mm-hmm. with GameStop. Mm-hmm. That was also part of this, and I heard that that went. I heard GameStop backed out of it. Oh. For 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 uh, whatever reasons, maybe because you know they're at the end of the airline, So, yeah, um, you know who knows. It's just it's just another one of the things that you just say. It's another one of the head scratching moments this gen for Microsoft, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, you know it's one of those things where it's been talked about for months now, and it's finally come to fruition uh they could have definitely handled it a lot better in my opinion a lot of people seem to feel the same way well the thing is i do like the the initiative and the idea behind it it's a good concept um it definitely gets the ball rolling in the right directions for um you know more variety and diversity in their lineup uh it's just yeah their pr kind of went the wrong way and it would have been nice to include game pass you know that's a kind of a no-brainer for what they're pushing
1: do you think yeah, next gen they'll they'll launch with a discless console, like straight off the bat?
2: Good question. Well, I, I, right now nobody really knows. You you know.
0: Well, the rumor, the rumor is they w- that they will have two consoles. Around or at launch, one will be a cheaper streaming console and the other will be, you know, the more powerful Anaconda. But we'll see, obviously. Uh, this came to fruition. Uh, the yeah. supposed, um, what was it called? The Maverick, which turned out to be the uh, all digital edition. So we'll see as time passes. I mean, really, guys, e 3s only what a month and a week or two away i mean that's pretty close so Uh, so we'll find out more details very soon about what they're playing they're definitely going to talk about hardware at e3 so hey you know just hold on a little bit and we'll find out more but during that same inside xbox show they also announced the xbox game pass ultimate which basically, as we're uh, discussing, it's a bundling of Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass, and it comes in at about, well, $15 per month about, and it will be available later this year officially. I think it's doing some insider tests right now. Now, is this something you guys would be interested in, or will you just, like, I don't know, like, how do I put it? It's uh, uh, What is it, 180 bucks for... It basically just combines the two Yeah, it's, it's, it's more it's, of a it's... convenience thing right like i mean i i i have both i have
2: gold and game pass so basically i'm already at quote unquote ultimate so mm-hmm. i mean yeah i mean i i've i paid for you know my live and and i got a coach for a game pass so i mean mm-hmm. even if i were to pay for it i think it's still a great deal i mean because just buying like three games would would cover that price just by itself
0: no, absolutely, and they're really—I um, don't know. As it stands right now, like I'm not huge on it. Um, like there are other ways to like get around this and save. You know, how many, how many, um, like one dollars off Game Pass here for three months or six months or whatever? Do they advertise on the dashboard alone? Right. Right. it cool if you're a subscriber and you got discounts
4: on the games per se. Um, mm-hmm. Or oh, you do get that with uh, Game Pass, though, right? Yep,
0: that's correct. All right, well, maybe not. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, it would be nice I if don't... there was other incentives besides it just being a more convenient bundle. Well, maybe include
4: it. third party, I think. Well, it... go ahead. No,
3: just, I'm yeah, trying, I'm just trying, I'm just trying, trying to
4: think. I'm just really off the cuff, just really trying to think of different ways how it would be good, but <clears> it's only 180 bucks. And like, like uh, you know, South said when I was getting ready to say two, it's you know, it was three games. And um, it's forgotten about. Um, I don't worry because I'm paid up for two years for Game Pass and uh, for Xbox Live, so it's just I've had the service for long, so long I don't even think about it.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make sense that's the same price as the both MSRP for both of the, the uh, Xbox Live and and Game Pass. If you do, if you do it. If you do it on renew, you're basically ultimate. So, what I question is, what are they really doing here? And I think that what this might be pointing to is um, with Xbox Ultimate. I do think X Cloud is going to have a play. Now you say, well, what, what's the the the, uh, the incentive to do this? I think that's going to be the incentive. I do think that they're going to eventually add X Cloud functionality with this Xbox Ultimate deal. And yeah. that's going to be the way to get Xbox X Cloud. Otherwise, so you, so
2: you think there's going to be a separate charge for X Cloud?
3: I don't think so, but it's a possibility. I wouldn't
2: would think so. I mean, that better be included with Xbox Live Gold, you know? Because if not, <laughs> there there will be some riots. Well, the,
3: the but, the, but everyone else is charging for streaming. So why does Microsoft have to, they have to be the one that's included? Well, the but
2: th- it's just streaming games, not you know, there's are yeah, streaming look, game look, that you look own. At PS-
3: yeah, I know, but like PSN now is charging a, a monthly fee. It'll be the same thing as that. Like, so I they have a right to charge, especially with Stadia too. But I don't think that they are. I do think that they're gonna include it somehow, or they're gonna they're gonna have you tied in somehow. And this is the way I feel that they're gonna tie you in. I feel that they're gonna say, uh, you know, hey, you know, you could do this because it doesn't make any sense if. I'm on auto-renew, and for both of them, I'm already an Ultimate subscriber. So, to me, I think that, like I said, they're going to add the the functionality into the Ultimate. And if you don't have the Ultimate, uh, you're going to either have to migrate your your existing accounts into... An ultimate account and use it that way if you want the xCloud functionality, or you're going to have to pay a separate fee, or there's going to be some technical
2: and, of- and if they're going to do that, they better communicate it fully and as efficiently as <laughs> best as they can because you know how it goes. They're going to get
3: murdered. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, well, see, that's the thing is, is that they're kind of up against a, a, a rock and a hard place with this because they've talked about, hey, we want to make the Gamer, the central part of our uh, you know, of our ecosystem. It's all about you guys, and in the end, it really kind of for them is about making money. Let's let's be honest, right? They, well, it's, they a do, it's a
2: corporation, right? It's a corporation. They're
3: looking to make money. So, uh, if X Cloud is free, this is not a, this is not a big deal. But if it isn't free somehow they're going to charge, like you said, they have to communicate that. They have to make it viable in some way because you have, you know, you're going to have other streaming platforms that are charging. But if you if you're not charging for it, you should definitely scream from the top of the hills that you're not charging from it and you're doing this, you know, uh, and nobody else is. But if you are, you better have some type of inclusion with Xbox Live and Xbox. You know, uh, you know, with one of the services because nobody's going to want to pay three pay models as opposed to two. We're paying no. two right they're now. They're
4: probably just doing the wait and see mm-hmm. game because Stadia hasn't announced their their price point yet. Correct.
3: Right? Correct.
4: What they're doing probably. I mean, it's just they maybe just have to play it this way. I mean, it's uh, they got to play the game, man. Um, which makes sense. <clears throat> um, they're going to be competing with uh, all these other different um, people that are coming on board now. Um, uh, yeah, because they'll be they'll be easily undercut if they price too high, and if they're too low, then you know. Well, it could be deep.
3: free. It could be free. I think mm-hmm. people, most people, are expecting it to be free in some aspect. Like South mm-hmm. is like, I thought that would be free, and that's right. Not just him. You're gonna have millions of people. Let's say the same thing. Well, you
2: know how it is. You know, I mean, just look at when, when PlayStation Network, you know, when you start when people had to pay for that, they had it for free for how many years? And all of a sudden yeah. they had to pay for it. People weren't happy about it. I mean, let's be honest. People don't. I mean, I'm I'm a cheap person. If I don't have to pay for something and then all of a sudden I do, I, I'm i a little pissed off, you know. And so if I know this is coming, please explain it to me with every detail possible so i know it, but i'm informed before i jump into this
0: yeah absolutely absolutely we'll see what happens guys with uh, X Cloud and all that uh, i'd imagine we'd hear more about it that at e3 uh but moving on we've had a bunch of new game releases across the board the past week or two mortal Combat 11 is out days gone for playstation 4 world war z and cuphead for nintendo switch just to name a few games are any of you guys planning on picking up these games are you interested in them because they are a bit of uh, they have some big names attached to them uh stick are you going to be picking up cuphead for switch and make another dean takahashi comparison video anytime soon <laughs> i
1: should shouldn't i That'd be you good. Should, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't have a switch, so um, definitely won't be doing that, um, unfortunately. So, um, but yeah, Mortal Kombat 11. I still got Mortal Kombat 10, and I, I haven't put a lot of time into that game. Um, so I feel <laughs> it would feel weird to buy 11 when I haven't really done much with 10.
4: Right. Right. Um, but it's 11, though. You got to buy. I
1: know, and it looks so much better, man. Like it, 10, it, 11. It, <laughs> it looks a lot. It, I think they got rid of that x-ray thing, which I always thought was, you know, how it x-rayed their face when you did your special that fatalities? You know? Yeah, they got rid of that, I'm pretty sure, which is good because I, I just thought that was the dev's way of getting out of doing facial animations. But mm-hmm. um, I just, yeah, and it just, yeah, I don't know. It took it away for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the the, the dev definitely – um. You know they they put a lot of time and and respect into that into that game. You know Mortal Kombat. So um, well, definitely you, you, you I definitely, definitely want it. You could definitely
2: tell that they love that game and <laughs> yeah. they live, breathe, and and eat. You know Mortal Kombat. You know. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, listen, I'm not a, a fighter game person because I'm always getting my ass kicked. So I just I throw my controller down in disgust. So I, I don't even <laughs> attempt it myself. But yeah, no, but but I but I appreciate it though because. The artwork and the you know yeah. the the, the, the work and everything, yeah, the story and everything that goes into it is is beautiful. And and I, I think, you know, that whoever making these games, they really care. You know, they're not trying to put out inferior product. And mm-hmm. so and, and it showed because there's so many people that are playing it right now and, and are loving it. You know, you, you go yeah, on Twitter exactly. and there's a bunch of people that are just like, Oh my god, Mortal Kombat, oh, 11. Yeah. they're just going nuts over it. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, from KBP, what I played point of g, you know it's good, like it's there's plenty of longevity with that game, you know, so
4: For what I played with it so far um, I've only played a few matches only because my schedule is so busy um hopefully x will save you with that whole situation, but um <clears throat> what I have played I, i've played um but what I've played, I enjoyed a lot um I went straight into multiplayer and of course I got my r s handed to me uh Uh, compliments of Elbogeo208 and uh, a few other randoms, but um, I enjoyed it. You know, heard nothing but great things, and probably after this uh, podcast, uh, I'll probably be playing again. So there
2: isn't nothing more humbling than a woman whooping that ass in a no, fighting you game. Know what?
4: I don't, I don't know. Let me tell you, some of the best gamers are females. So well, I, I, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not uh, a, a a show, whatever the hell
2: you call it. What a chauvinist is that? What you call it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not very much of a chauvinist guy, but <laughs> it, it, it does hurt my, my <laughs> ego.
4: Yeah, it does hurt my ego if a girl. What were, were we playing? What was that Halo? <laughs> game we were playing uh fire team oh and hey, we, we, hey and, who, and who whooped our ass <laughs> we, I mean, hey hey uh, hey it was neck and neck it was neck
2: yeah. and neck until the flood
0: came don't don't give me that All
2: right,
0: I
4: was, okay <laughs>
0: that's Brew? funny that's I funny guess. but uh have any of <laughs> you guys seen uh Days gone. Uh, it just came out. It's getting some. Uh, all I kind of...
2: see is all the negativity going online, and and you know, and the <laughs> the sticking up for it, and oh, it's the reviews, and oh, now it's media bias, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. oh, now mm. I'm under media bias, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, listen, yeah. Listen, if you if you like the game, and you know, even if it has bugs, and as long as it looks pretty and you can enjoy it buy the damn thing what's the big deal why you know everybody just wants to jump on a train to shit on something and for what if you like it buy it play it if you don't then move on point mm. point period people are also yeah, well, going so... out of
1: their way to defend it as well man like i'm getting a, it's a bit cringy where these people are just like i don't know they seem to be like uh well it's you know it's not that bad and rah, rah, like in the same token, it's just as cringy, I reckon.
2: When when you have to say it's not that bad, then it's pretty bad. But regardless, listen, that game's still gonna sell a bunch of copies be, just because it's a PlayStation exclusive. And you know, you know the you know the ponies they love to tout their exclusive lineup and how you know the messianic it is. But hey, God bless them. You know what I mean. So if, if you like it, play it, and and just get on with it.
1: Yeah, people, some pretty big gamers I know are enjoying that game. So, you know, I give and honest opinion. So,
3: some love it, some hate it, some are in the middle. Which is pretty much where the Metacritic kind of, you know, falls. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not, it's it's definitely not something where everyone's like uh, it's the greatest game ever, like God of War, or, you know, it's it's definitely not. In the, and, and I don't think, it, I think it was I think it was kind of a victim of that because they had such success that people right. were expecting them to be on that level. Where it's very hard to be on that level, as as Xbox, you know, has known and their fans know that it's not easy to get those games. You know, even in the eighty five area, it's pretty tough. You know, you, you gotta have a good game. But um, you know, I had the Metacritic as a predicted as a seventy eight. I knew there was going to be problems. Um, but there were more problems than I, you know, thought. Uh
2: that, well that you you knew there was problems when it was about a week before the release and it was pretty quiet. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of egg on stage going <sighs> right. around and you're like, Wait, what I'm like, this isn't supposed to come out like Friday? Like, how come I'm not hearing about it? And so that, that was as a opposed big problem. Aeros- as, as yeah,
3: yeah. well, that's the thing. Yeah.
2: Like you said, when you're talking about God of War, and you when you raise the bar so high. It's so hard to come, you know, to live up to that. You know, mm-hmm. not every game is going to be a ninety-nine minute critic, and you know, right. not well, every...
3: I, I think they were. I, I think people were hoping for an eighty-five, but it kind of, kind of. The reason why you're seeing this media bias, I mean, and this stuff, was because, you know, you had even people that that were, you know, that the YouTubers that that were like, oh, this game is going to be awesome. It's, you know, they put all their eggs in the basket, and when it didn't. It didn't come out that way. They were like, you know, it came out like a lot of the Microsoft exclusives have come out this gen mm-hmm. uh, with the negativity and the jokes and this and that. Um, that you know, they a lot of people don't. You know, they can't handle. They can make fun of it, but when it comes to them, you know, being in the shoes on the other foot, now it's now now it's media bias which is, was some xbox fans were doing earlier this gen or or it was a political agenda you know there's a political agenda against <laughs> this game which um to me I, I don't know i think that what hurt it was i think it's it's where it is supposed to be to be honest maybe mm-hmm. a little bit under underrated uh you know it could maybe be 75 area because the game does look good but it definitely has like some of the, some of the problems. Like, yeah, well, of so like, the oh, order. That
2: looks beautiful, but you see what happened to that but game.
0: But then I would wow. ask, guys, is seventy-five or seventy or whatever? Is it? Is that really a bad score? Or is
3: that, that that's, that's okay? pretty good? In my book, that's I pretty good.
0: It a bad game. I mean, bad score. I mean, it just
3: depends on yeah, what you too. like, man. Well, well, they said 77 for Quantum Break was a bad score, so... Well, yeah. I,
0: I wouldn't, but, I mean, obviously you got the hardcore guys who were right. kind of deluded, but, uh look, I'll admit, I was, even right off the bat when the game was first announced and it was taking its time, people were getting worried. I was like, guys, I mean, I, I was sort of, I wasn't defending it, the game, but at the same time I was just trying to be more positive about it because I did like the look of it. I thought it was an interesting concept, Um. And then I was hearing from guys over the past couple of months who have been to PAX, like Sincere and a few others. They're saying, oh, this game, you know, it's it's fun. It's kind of cool. It looks good, but it's so glitchy. You know, we are having some issues playing it. So, you know, I was worried going into it. And then now you're seeing, you know, it's released now. As you And as you guys were saying, uh, it was kind of like that kind of quiet for a week. And then now we're seeing all these videos popping up of like, a guy
2: riding air, ghost motorcycle, <laughs> yeah. you know, like
0: just all That's kinds really of. Funny, actually, stuff. it is really funny. Oh man, and it's and it's just interesting when you see something like that. And it is a beautiful game, but at the same time, it's like, oh, you know, those are the kinds of things that games get really hampered by. That games live and die by. Like you look at. Uh, for example, Anthem, right? Uh, it released a couple of months ago. It was really hampered by bugs. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, like, that's just a living meme on the internet, you know, for uh, different graphical issues. And I really hope that they address these because, you know, the game seems... Well, it seems alright. You know, it's not anything special, but it kind of ticks off all the marks. But, uh, I don't know, I just... Uh... Hopefully they're able to fix a lot of those
1: issues, like the ghost motorcycle.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, exclusives always get um get criticised more too. Like seventy seven for any other game would be good or seventy two, but when it's an exclusive, it's always seems to be judged more harshly. I reckon.
0: Yeah, the microscope the microscope is way too big on mm-hmm. exclusive. Yeah. Well, look at uh, Crackdown 3, right? Came out a couple of months ago amongst a jam packed month. And uh, really, I mean, I thought it was uh, an all right game. I thought it was fine. It didn't really blow my mind away. But as far as I'm concerned, like it didn't have any glitches or game breaking bugs from what I could tell. Um, it just didn't really, you know, set the world on fire. And then you got this game here. I mean, people were trashing Crackdown 3 for how it was, but it played pretty fine. And then this, it's like, well, there seems to be some issues and patches and things are spreading like wildfire on Twitter, right? So that could easily ruin a game's reputation. But we'll see. I mean, have the sales came in for that game uh, yet, guys? Or has it been doing okay? I have no clue.
2: Preliminary, from what I'm, I'm hearing, you know, in in the in the background, I'm hearing is doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. I I don't have any numbers, obviously, but no, no, but I
0: I assume it's going to do fine, and -hmm. and and there will be sequels to it. Mm, Maybe it might. You never know. We'll see. We'll see how it sells. I guess, right? You you
2: know, Sony likes to nurture. Well, I guess not everybody. Well, it's number
3: one. It beat out. It beat out Mortal Kombat. 11 for number one
0: spot in the uk Mm -hmm. well that's true well we'll see if anything i mean it's a bright spot you know we'll see how it uh, goes in the next couple of weeks hopefully it doesn't drop off but either way we'll see but moving on it seems like one of the games that we just spoke about or or highlighted or that I talked about is doing surprisingly well, and publisher Focus Home Interactive and developer Saber Interactive proudly announced that zombie shooter World War Z has surpassed a million sales in just one week on the market. Like, guys, that's pretty big. And the game is a co op focus game, very similar to Left 4 Dead, and it seems to be getting a lot of traction and just positive feedback, at least from what I've seen Uh, On Twitter uh, and around reviews. Uh, Worry Ward was posting a video about it. He seemed to really like it. Uh, Panel, are you guys surprised by this game doing so well around games like Days Gone or Mortal Kombat? Because honestly, this is surprising me. What do you guys think? I, I i'm a, i'm honestly
2: rooting for it because i like to hear the quote-unquote little guy you know emerge and, and win so you know from what i've heard i haven't played it yet but I, I plan to i plan to buy it here you know pretty soon but from what i'm hearing it's actually pretty fun and, and that's my that's my get down i love co-op games you know yeah. i, I not mean, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not big on like crafting things and stuff like that but i like co-op you know zombie games and survival so to me, that's just right up my alley. So I'm, I'm, I can't wait to play it. And at the same time, the people that have played it, they're enjoying it. And I, I haven't heard really any negatives to it. I haven't heard about any bugs and or anything like that. So that's mm-hmm. that's a plus for me, especially for a title that's only like it's a discounted title. It's only forty bucks.
1: Oh,
0: I'll well,
2: admit I, mean, yeah, I didn't even realize.
0: Cheap.
1: Wow, plus points K for that. I reckon that styles but, mm-hmm. the, you know, the other thing with that game is, too, it's one of those games like Southie just said, you can just kick back and just have a bit of fun, switch off. Um, and all the stuff going on on screen is just awesome. Like, you know, how they pull that off with no no problems, really.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you know, it's more about the gameplay and thing, being really pretty. And, and that's just, to me, that's what I want in games. I don't care about how pretty the game looks. Like. I'm more interested in having more things, to do gameplay the fun with your friends for yeah. me how many how many people i mean real quick is the
4: co-op how many people is that with co-op four it? player oh that's nice we yeah. should play that tonight
0: <laughs> basically it's uh oh yeah
4: when i'm poor and i can't buy
0: <laughs> well no what draws me to it guys it's like it's it's very similar to left 4 dead like it picks up the formula you know
2: what that's what everybody yeah. says. it, it, that's it, what it
3: uh, is it's a successor
0: that's it to Left for dead yeah, it it, it, it
3: it does it well. It does it with a lot of uh, zombies, and it doesn't have it doesn't. You know, the frame's pretty good. There's no glitches. Mm-hmm. That's why it's successful. It took a, a successful, uh, you know, a successful game and Left 4 Dead. kind of mimicked it, and it didn't screw up along the way. You figure, you figure that those type of games you'd have like a ton of drops and stuff like that. Yeah. But it actually runs really well. Oh yeah. It's fantastic on the X from what I heard.
0: Yeah, like when I was looking at, uh, I can't remember what System Worry was playing on, but when I was watching it, it's like you know, it might not be the most graphically intensive game, but like the numbers of zombies popping out and just running and jumping like running each that other. They're like
4: running you, right? It's like that's the thing. That's the scary thing. When you got a zombie, usually mm-hmm. you to be like a slow walking. Uh, you know, I'm gonna bite you. But we well, they're like zombie- clambering
0: all over each other. Like it's it looks yeah. pretty cool. Like um, like again, it's okay. that whole Left for Dead effect. Like you're not mm-hmm. going in for like a super engrossing story. You know, the meat and potatoes is the co op, and you know, just some quick action, and it seems to do it well. And it doesn't look half bad either, honestly. Like it might not be. The Witcher, in terms of appearance, but it looked it still looks pretty decent, and uh, yeah, yeah, the price point too. You know, that's that's probably the big deal as to why people are picking up. The price point is not that bad, too. Yeah, you can't you can't
2: blame you know people wanting to save money, you know, to mm-hmm. maximize their 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 time and everything else. You know, people are cheap like me, so you know, I, I like I said, I see that price point. I'm like, okay, then I, I don't feel so guilty buying it.
0: Oh, don't be such a downer there no hey whoa 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 whoa! (laughs) bite your tongue i'm biting i'm biting
1: (laughs) i can see that being a co-op game too it might even go to game pass at some stage to you know to revitalize it well that's
0: what i was kind of uh going to allude to next because you know co-op games seem to be doing pretty well in xbox game pass for example uh warhammer vermintide 2 that's a pretty popular co-op game it gets uh Plenty of updates and uh, definitely a lot of talk around uh, like social media, very positive. The di- I own it. And the game is very pretty and it does the co op really well. And that's how I imagine, too. I could definitely see uh, World War Z coming to Game Pass because it would definitely seem like a fit for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope so. We'll, we'll see. Fingers crossed. I definitely wouldn't mind playing it. Uh, It would definitely be a TXR kind of a game night game for sure. Uh, But moving on, guys, to more, well, very interesting news that came up. On the same day that we had the Inside Xbox, Wired released an exclusive interview with PlayStation architect Mark Cerny revealing details about the PlayStation 5. And he name-dropped some very specific uh, specs and features such as navi gpu that supports ray tracing so basically beautiful lighting and whatnot throughout a game and it'll have 3d audio that'll be basically nine day difference between the ps4 and uh the ps5 and as far as audio goes The PS5 will also have a solid state drive that will greatly accelerate load times. And the console will supposedly support 8K, yes, I said that right, 8K resolution, and will be backwards compatible with uh, all PS4 games. Now, panel, what are your thoughts on this news? Is there anything revealed here that interests you or that you're excited about when talking about next gen consoles? And some actual like real specs about the PlayStation 5. I'm just gonna say,
2: you know, I'm I mean, what does it matter? You know, AK, who has an AK TV?
3: I think that was stupid of them to say.
2: Mm-hmm. Who has an AK be, TV, really? There's not, there's the AK none of these, text.
3: Games, none of these <laughs> games are gonna be playing AK. Uh maybe upscaled, none of them are gonna be playing native. And if it's native, it's gonna be a game like uh fall or something. <laughs> where, yeah, 8K <laughs> a- to me is, is so
2: like, you know, like 10 years the down the road. Screen.
3: That was just the mm-hmm. PR thing. Of um, course. That was a PR talk. Uh, I think that was stupid because now you have people expecting 8K where it's way off.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: But for me, my take on the whole situation was I thought it was very good that we got some of the specs, but we were all expecting The solid state drive, which uh, is what Xbox is going to have the same type of, uh, Mm -hmm. could be the same type, could be a little bit different, but that's really good for a console. We've all been waiting for that. You're talking about getting into your system three seconds, right into your dash, uh, ready to play games. Games are going to load so much faster. Load times that you you were sitting around, they're going to be non-existent. Uh, really good addition with that. Also, very happy to hear that ray tracing is going to be involved. Uh, I remember telling people to expect the Xbox to have ray tracing and being laughed at.
2: And now and the PC Master Race guys are like,
4: meh, <laughs> Well, they said it would,
3: the consoles would never have it. But, I mean, I had asked Phil a public question on Twitter about two years ago about tracing. And he said... Uh, we would hear more about it in the future. I knew when he said that. that, that that's of
2: course. that That's like, right. it's coming. It's coming. Right,
3: right. So it, it is coming for Sony, which is good. It's also coming for Microsoft, I'm sure they're going to say. So you got two things that, that are right there that are next-generation quality to me. You have a faster hard drive, and you have uh, next-generation ray-tracing lighting um, that could really, uh, if done right, could really push uh, Fidelity uh you know further and that's what we want you know uh as far as power i think sony's going to be uh powerful but i do think that anaconda uh it will be more powerful and i do think that the lockhart will be the cheapest option but um i think sony really kind of i don't know why a lot of people don't know Mm -hmm. why but i think that they kind of got a little uh Would they get gun shy shy or something? A little shaky feet in the thing because you realize that they have no E three. Maybe they were thinking, you know, maybe we got to get some kind of you know word out because you know Microsoft's going to have a whole week and they're going to be touting next gen and we're we're not going to be even talked about. That's not a good look. So uh, I think this is a direct relation, uh, direct uh, reaction to what Microsoft has coming with uh, Xbox E three and and it worked. The fact that everyone was talking about it. But, um, you know, when my Yeah, but then, then that just opens
2: weak. up to debate. Like, well, you know, well, Microsoft, they're not even said nothing yet. So, you know, don't think that they're just going to leave them in the dust. And it's, of course, then you hear, you know, all the podcasts, well, the Xbox 2 is going to be even more powerful mm-hmm. than the PS5. And it's like, why don't we just wait to find out for sure?
3: Well, I think that that's something where there's legitimate there's legitimacy to that because I think that there's some things floating around um, for Microsoft and there's there's certain insiders that you know um, and certain certain things that have said that would point to Xbox in that direction i I think their whole uh, well there there are it, dev
2: kits out there, right?
3: Right, yeah, but their 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 whole um their whole focus, I think, or their plan was to be the most powerful again. They do not, uh, from what I heard, they do not want to give up that crown. So, uh, I would I would say it's likely that, that the Xbox comes to be the most powerful, but it, it, it's going to come at a cost, like everything else. Nothing's going to be it's going to be more expensive. Yeah, they're, but
2: so, they but they also probably lose money on every console again. You know, for the first yeah, they're, year they're, they're or whatever it is. it is, I'll
0: yeah. take a little bit of a hit for sure.
2: Like
3: people are saying a hundred dollar, like somebody's going to take a hundred dollar console loss. Like that's stupid. No, they're not doing that. They're not going to do them. The, the, they're going to break even with the console, and then they're going to look to you know subsidize it with the the software. But I felt the reveal was a very good thing for gamers in general because they were they're going in the right direction with this gen. They're not. You know, not, the hard drive and the ray tracing means that they're going all out. So I, I think the next generation consoles for 4K TV, not an 8K TV, uh, is going to be a really amazing. The 8K TV is going to be okay, but you're well, most
2: likely yeah, getting... But- like I said, 8K. You know, people just barely <laughs> bought a 4K within the last like year, year and a half. Yeah, that's people aren't ready. Talk. People aren't ready
1: to go. And what are there any 8K TVs? Yeah, it's on like the 80, yet? dollars.
5: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I mean, really, yeah, if, if they're talking 8K, man, this console's not going to come out to 2025.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I mean, the way that they're talking, there, it's almost like they're trying to future-proof it already. You know, when it's not even. Oh. You know, just trying to draw the uh, you know the hype and buzzwords, really, because they haven't even mastered uh, 4K, let alone uh, 8K, so yeah, it's very then, interesting. Then get a 1080p 60, you know, standard, and then, then we'll start talking about 8K. Mm-hmm, absolutely i do like that they talk about backwards compatibility and that the ps4 library is going to be uh migrating on pretty yeah, uh, easily there that's good i like that it's very pro-consumer you know before sony was uh, kind of poo-pooing the idea of backwards compatibility and now that obviously it's taken off with xbox uh, and all the favorability amongst consumers they're Kind of backtracking on that. And, so that's remember
2: all the people that talked about it? Oh, well, you know, people don't play backwards compatible games. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. But they, oh, but when Sony oh, does, it, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, now that Sony's talking about it, then you know, it's the, it's, the, <laughs> it's the you know next greatest thing since sliced bread. And It's like, wait a minute, you like you said, you were you were just shitting on it, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Now, all of a sudden, it, it's you know changing the game. Come on, you know, give credit where credit is due. That's all I
1: say. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Well, it's a good move for them because you can bring your digital library with you. So they got nothing. Right. You know, know, if you bought something,
2: you want to play it. You know, whether you get a PlayStation Five, PlayStation Ten. You know, I want to be able to play something in the future if I bought it. uh, You know, it's how many people out there have game libraries from you know their OG Xbox or their Super Nintendo, and they have like a, a just a stack full of games, and it's like. Oh, that's cool to look at, but what are you gonna do? You really gonna pull that, you know, Super Nintendo out of the garage and, poof, blow the
5: dust off? <laughs> you know what
2: I mean? No, you're not gonna do that. Stop it. So you're just basically you're just showing off nothing, uh, a waste of space.
0: Well, yeah, that's why I wish Nintendo would actually uh, update their online by a lot. You know, have an actual virtual console with a. Oh, bunch get me started on that. How many times <laughs> did
2: you buy the the old retro games from them? I mean, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. Just
4: punch out for. The Nintendo Switch. You need, need a Mike Tyson's punch. <laughs> well, you it's can't punch actually. Out. They can't
0: say they can't say Mike anymore. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, you no, can but actually but play some of the originals right now, but uh, you you have to be uh, have that Nintendo Online membership too in order to access that. I was just uh, right.
1: going to say. Um, oh, sorry, man. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say one thing I noticed he said in that in that interview was that multiplayer lobbies with the SSD would be qu- load quicker. So mm-hmm. how would that work when you got PS Four people on PS Four and people on PS Five? So some people are going to load quicker than others. Like how does that work?
2: I, I uh, that think when that, you're I in the game, really- I, I think that's just like loading screens and stuff like that. Uh, I well, don't he was talking it about multiplayer.
1: He, did, he definitely mentioned multiplayer lobbies loading quicker.
2: Well, I, I, I'm assuming that you know it's just going to be just the the issue with PC versus mm-hmm. console. You know it's the same idea.
0: Well, sometimes when you're going from game to game, sometimes the transition is long in yeah. some certain games. That's just probably what he's so talking you're about. you
1: loading first. Yeah, okay.
0: But, uh, you know, some people might lag behind if you have, like, a PS4. Maybe that's what he's saying. Yeah, um, I, don't, I, I don't I don't think, the think it means an advantage by any means. Right. If right. no, yeah. it, it was, oh, there
2: would, there would be writing. <laughs>
1: no, no, yeah, he was, was talking about, like, loading the actual game, like, when it starts. You know, everyone gets in the lobby, like, on Battlefield 5 um, – You know, the battle royale game, it takes like a minute or two to load everyone in. He was talking about that, how that Mm -hmm. loads, it's going to load in quicker with SSD. Oh, yeah. Well, there are some interesting things.
0: Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, that's it. (laughs) Oh, no, I just, I want to like go on to, um, because there was also a certain point where they were talking about game 2, like Death Stranding, sort of. Like, Cerny was kind of mum about, like, certain games being cross-gen, what games would, you know, kind of, you know, make a transition. Because there are games that are that do seem like they're being held back. So, I have a feeling yeah. Death Stranding will be a cross-gen game along with uh, it, Last it of Us 2. Be, that's one of their flagships. It has to be, like,
2: it has to have all the bells and whistles.
3: Mm. That was announced in 2016, too. <laughs> 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 you yeah, had so a jab, but Timmy. Oh, yeah. No, that's I'll, I'll also, also, The Last of Us, too. I mean, I do think that, you know, not to draw a subject, that you have to, you have to realize when they did that, that had a lot of benefit for them. And um, Microsoft is going to be in a position where they might have the – uh the same opportunity and, and for me i would just take the opportunity and do it uh you know i think that um they need to in my opinion to make it as, to seize seize the opportunity absolutely well
0: guys it'll be interesting like we still got a long way to go for like more official announcements but the timing of it is all very interesting to see, say the least especially with sony not being at e3 so I would be very, it would be very likely that they'll have an announcement of some sort with more PlayStation yeah,
5: Sony 5. Will be there
0: with a press release. Well, they'll have something. They'll definitely have something ready in good time. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a month or two after uh, E3, but we'll see, guys. They'll definitely have something on board because, hey, you know, they have to let everybody know that they're kicking around still, right? Oh, I'm sure people aren't forgetting where they're at. Exactly. Now, speaking of Sony, there's been, well, you could say a bit of controversy over the past few months about them censoring games released on the PlayStation 4. Now, there's been a bunch of Japanese games that have been toned down for the console. Uh, In Devil May Cry 5, for example, there's an instance where Trish's rear end has been covered up by light for whatever reason, or the very famous jiggle physics in Dead or Alive 4. Uh, the new dead or alive being toned down now in a recent article a spokeswoman did confirm an existence of a strict a strict content policy stating that it's there to protect the children and also that the policy has been heavily influenced by the me too movement now guys what are your thoughts on this policy is sony being like way too aggressive with its censorship is this going overboard you know this is kind of our you know uh our time to get away from real life it's gaming right how do you feel about this well i think anytime you bring up
2: censorship you're gonna have fifteen thousand people screaming against it and saying hey you know i should be able to choose and, and pick out what i want and then you're always it's just it's a never-ending tug of war when it comes to you know taboo situations like that and and me personally i could see both sides of it you know if if My kids and they were playing certain games. I wouldn't want them seeing certain stuff. And you know, and a lot of times it's really not tasteful either. So It's it's to the point where do you want to be gratuitous just to be gratuitous or is it you want to be realistic? You know what I mean? So I I think you have to take account of both.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting because they in the article they also reached out to microsoft but they didn't want to comment nintendo did comment but they confirmed that they would not censor they really don't believe in the censorship and that it's really up to players and the parents to choose for themselves which i found was very interesting coming from nintendo because they're generally the more family or, or yeah the more family oriented uh uh content maker but yet they still have games like Bayonet on there, for example, which is super uh, hyper. I,
4: I think it's kind of silly. All the games they have ratings on them, and mm-hmm. your parents should yeah. know. If you're being a parent, they like, look. This is not for your child. <laughs> It's you know I mean, eighteen I mean, or older, twenty one and older teen or whatever. It's just it's ridiculous. Well, you know
2: it's it's also the the GTA rule. Everybody knows that GTA is just killing and cursing and and everything murdering everything else. So it's like uh, if you're under like seventeen, uh, most kids aren't playing it. Yeah, I mean they are, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Most parents know.
0: Well, it's you not... look at the you got to look at the content too. From even like PlayStation. <laughs> titles that they have on their console like for example there's some pretty explicit scenes in well i would assume days gone considering you're beating like zombies or like whatever they're called freakers and so on and so forth you're seeing lots of death violence uh, the last of us is definitely no exception to that as well Uh, Detroit become human that had a lot of very thought-provoking scenes in it as well a lot of very uh, explicit stuff I just think that Sony's being kind of hypocritical here especially when you have games like from indie developers that are like well kind of different like you know like a daddy dating simulator kind of thing
2: Yeah, I mean, there is some stuff that you're just like, oh, no, that shouldn't be on a console nowhere near. But at the same time, you know, parents should know, like like it was said right now, there's a rating system on every game. So, And and you know what? A lot of the stores that you go to or even, you know, when uh, rated for teen, you know, when you look at a a trailer for a game, it it states it in the beginning. Or you go into a GameStop and they'll tell you, uh, you know, you got to have an ID if you want to buy this game or you bring your parent. So I think there's a, there's a pretty good job of policing it before even like, you know, Sony or Microsoft, you know, doing it themselves. So I, like I said, I think there's a pretty good place with parents. They know they're informed on what their kids are playing. Because if not, there's going to be someone
4: real quick to say, hey, well, whoa, what are, what are you doing? And that's when you go ask Grandma, who has no clue what the hell's going on Go the DDA hey, and grandma, uh, Mortal Kombat. That?
5: kill everybody. And like, okay, some chips.
4: <laughs> And the uh, <laughs> Red, Red Bull. Thank you. <laughs> 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 Dead with a heart on it in a second because of the game.
0: <laughs> well, Jimmy, what are you doing mm-hmm. over there? Oh, I'm running over some drug dealers. Oh, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> <Just hookers laughs>
2: people, you know, a couple of hookers.
0: Mm-hmm. Ladies now, of the night. <laughs> ex- ladies Sorry, of the night, baby. indeed. But <laughs> it is interesting, though, guys, because, like, even for, from the developer point of view, too. It, It's a pain in the butt, especially if you have to make variants to games uh, of uh, the original vision of a certain game. Like you got to spend, I would assume, more time on it, too. It might be more costly for some devs, even like smaller devs, just to like tailor their game just to be on a certain platform or a certain like it could be okay in Japan. But again, if you bring it over to the West and like uh, the US or Canada, for example, Australia, like it (laughs) might cost them a little more.
2: Well, has there been any dev- developers complaining about it?
1: Yeah, I think there was one in that in that article there, there was a guy saying that it's actually a real inconvenience to at the last minute change the you know change stuff like that mm-hmm. days before launch. Yeah, oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally understand that. A couple of days before launch, you're like, "Oh no, we're not going to release this if you don't change it." You're like, uh, "What? There's already copies in the wild." <laughs> Day <laughs> well, one patch.
0: Yeah exactly it's like what guys when you're going to a movie too it's like and you see like an r rating or whatever rating you know it's rated you know pretty high up it's for mature audiences right but you know what you're getting into when you're seeing like a horror movie or something come
2: on i was a kid i knew what was
0: r-rated and i knew what i had to sneak
2: into and what i you know had to get you know someone's older brother or sister to buy the tickets for us come on
3: I, do think though, I think it's a little different though in this case because some of these games are really abstract and quite frankly strange and weird and and that's mm. where I think that they're coming in on this. There is some content that uh, not me or you as a, as a parent might know, know know about it. Yeah, it's, it's uh, hidden in the game. It's hidden in the game or it's in like you know, it's like a part of the game where in the middle of the game where you come up to something, and it's sexual orientated, and it's also it, it draws a line. Some of this, some of the content that you know you see, uh, you know, and that's why I think Sony's kind of being proactive is is they're trying to to get out ahead. They don't want to be associated with a game that. Um, is gonna, you know, push something that's that's, you know, a vile or, or or wrong. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think it comes down to. Well, They're just trying to wash their hands. But you're, but
2: you're talking about that Me Too movement that that, that changes the world, to be honest. No,
3: no, it. I'm talking about just like some of their games, like some some especially. Uh, no, sanity. but
2: what I'm saying is that Me Too has had a ripple effect across everything.
3: Right. Well, yeah, a, I, you I know, I, think, <clears throat> yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, well, you know, everybody to all, had know, to look like...
2: in the mirror, you know, and then kind of like, oh wait, what am I? Because yeah, normally I'm pretty that, lax about everything. It. Now, do I have to keep more strict and be more conservative? And that's what
3: I think Sony's. That's Sony's take on it. They just don't want to be caught with the old saying with their pants down. It Might not be the, the correct statement, but they don't want to be caught out there uh, where they're 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 seemingly condoning this. So I th- I think just as being the as big as they've gotten, and a lot the of social uh, they, responsibility. They, Right, exactly. They have that responsibility, and they're pushing that, and there also are some games that probably won't hit Xbox that will hit Sony that might be questionable because uh you know a, a lot of the a lot of the Japanese support um if you see some of their games i mean dead or alive was is obviously one of them when you look in the past um you know, where you were like you know playing volleyball with the mm-hmm. chicks and thongs uh, yeah well know, I mean,
4: their their culture's a little more um. Open, open, shall I say?
0: Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> have you well, seen the it. game shows they have. I mean, yeah. they're just doing all types of kinky, uh, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> kink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll stop it there. I'll stop it there because, uh, interesting. Is it, don't you reckon there's like a bit of a double standard with this? Like when they've got games like GTA on their system, you know, with clear, you know, you can hire prostitutes and and you know what are they going to do with GTA Six? You know, like well, are they going to censor that or because well, remember, remember the whole hot coffee fiasco. Oh, you yeah, know, they, they had to cut that out of the
2: game, but it was still in there. Remember and then like people could you know They 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 were able to cut it out from the yeah They coded yeah. it from the PC and people were able to play it still that that was crazy And honestly, I didn't think it was really that bad and I i was well I was still in my my teens early 20s when that came out maybe I don't know Maybe I've changed since then, but I didn't think it was that bad
3: No, but I do think I think with stick figure said with the the hypocriticalness. I do, yeah. You look at GT GT Five, and there's some things there that just like are really over the top. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You can hire a prostitute, and you can actually do stuff with her, um, which is you know. Oh yeah, you we know, you know that's like... pretty. It's pretty pretty extreme, but uh, and and I think even they said the GT uh, the Rockstar said that with this game climate that we couldn't make a game like GT Five again. Yeah, okay. which uh,
1: it's disappointing.
3: <laughs> it is kind of disappointing. I I just think that 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 um this comes down to you know being a parent, regulating your kid, yeah. uh, and being realistic about it. I mean, in today's day and age, kids are much more advanced than they were twenty years ago, and the reason why is because at the age of six years old, it's they the have internet, be- man. God, social it's, media. It really, wow, well, it it's Google, scary, man. They can search anything they can see things that we never saw at, at our oh, yeah. ages so it's more about you know you if you wanna if you want to prohibit your kid to do that then you have to safeline it and you have to guideline it and you have to be aware you know you have to be aware of what your kid's doing that's really where it comes down to I, I would wish that they could have mature games for adults and have you know have things you know with really mature content. Um, but unfortunately, because the the kid aspect is there, we really can't get there because uh, you can have mature yeah. rated games, but you can't have the over the top. But remember, stuff.
2: there there is uh, you know parental controls on Xbox Live. So really, it, I mean, most parents don't in, in enforce that, but you could make it so that they couldn't play certain rated games. Correct? I don't know. Yes, you can. I'm pretty sure you can. I, I know you can limit yeah, You know the, you the time that they, they yeah, can stay online. Yeah, but basically
3: when you set your console, you can set your console as a child. Uh, or, you know, when you set your console. But when you do that, uh, just, just kind of... It it's kinda a nightmare, really isn't it? It is. It's a bad... I mean, that's the first thing I tell people. when They're like, I'm getting my Xbox. I'm like, just do me a favor. Make sure you don't set it to your child's age. Because hmm. if you set it to yeah, your child's age... Yeah, you can't stream or anything
2: yeah, yeah they can't, can't get anything. online
3: mm-hmm. so it's, it's a two way so you also have to be technically uh, you know adapt to if you want to be a parent like that and again it comes down to the parent are you willing to, to, to take that route and to, to educate yourself on that and if not then just don't let the kid have it I mean but you mm-hmm. know the censorship stuff and all that stuff I just I don't think Sony's doing the wrong thing here I just really feel that like they're trying mm-hmm. to safeguard the community
5: Yeah,
3: I've got a daughter and and I just think that like
1: sexual content really isn't something I look for in a video game. It's like, I oh, I buy that game. It's got sex in it. You know, like if they they start, you know, um, censoring violence and that, that would really annoy me because I don't think violent games lead to violence, you know, uh, violent people. But sexual content, I don't know. I just to me, I just think whatever, you know, um, if it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. It doesn't bother me.
2: I, I think there's there's a there's a contrast to it, you know. I mean, if it's like if it's artful or or if it's like I said gratuitous, then there's a difference. I think like if just, you know, for some reason, like you're saying from the devil may cry, if you're just showing, you know, a woman's behind. I don't mm-hmm. think that's really that bad of a deal if they're, you know, they're showing it or every kind of like... glass and buy it. But <laughs> really? no, 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 no. Sounds but like I...
3: if you see a tit, it's really not that bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, just a little areola. No, but seriously, I mean, <laughs> as, long, as
0: long as it's tasteful. Mm. I don't know if we could say, uh, and then again, Sal, if Rowe. you see a
4: tit and as long as it's tasteful, it's. <laughs> that it must be nibble because I'm drooling.
0: No, I'm kidding. no that's true well i mean guys it is a pretty um like you can go back and forth on the topic to be honest with you because it it does bring up a very interesting discussion i just i never like it when corporations get involved in Mm. leadership you mean when they choose for you yeah, when they choose for you, that's the big thing, really. And it's it's very interesting the contrast between the the publishers on how they're dealing with this between Sony, Mike, well, Microsoft's not really commenting at the moment, and then M- Nintendo of all of them, who's just so open to it. They're like, yeah, whatever. You know, the most the more family oriented of them all, and then Sony's like, oh, what about the children? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's just me though. But moving on, a uh, great discussion, by the way, guys, uh, and on to a rather spicy topic. Now, Epic Games is throwing some shade on Valve. Uh, Epic CEO Tim Sweeney effectively issued a challenge to Valve, stating that if Steam matched the Epic store in terms of dropping the cut it takes from developers to 12%, Epic uh, would stop pursuing big-name exclusive PC titles. Now, Valve currently takes our larger thirty percent cut, which is a pretty big uh, chunk, big difference in comparison. That, well, it, that that's a pretty much standard, right, in the, in the industry. Uh I'll be honest, I don't know if it's standard, but well, uh,
2: I, I, well, it seems to me the, uh, Xbox and, and PlayStation both take about thirty percent as well.
0: Oh. Well, either way, I mean that's the allure of the epics, uh, the Epic Store, though, is that they have that twelve percent. The developers do get a big cut. But panel, do you, what do you guys think about this? Uh, is do you think Epic is sincere with their challenge to Valve, or I don't are care, they just tr- trying
4: to let them yeah. duke it out? I'm I'm so console when it comes mm-hmm. to this stuff. I have no idea. I don't use Steam or the Epic Store, so. Well,
3: it's pretty.
0: It's big in the PC community, though.
4: Yeah, and and it's it's also a PC. It's a PR stunt
2: too. So
0: it is like it's pretty interesting. Like that, they're trying to stir the pot here too with uh, Steam, because you know Steam is the big grizzly bear in the room, right? They they kind of I don't want to say own PC gaming, but they've just always been so consistent on there, and then you got Epic. You got Epic kind of prodding them. It's like, do you really want to take them on? And Epic, they've secured some pretty big games like Borderlands 3, Control, Mm -hmm. The Outer Worlds,
3: Metro Exodus. It's going to continue, too, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and they're selling selling well as well. They are selling well. That's the thing. This is, uh, listen, the thing that I've gotten from the whole thing is, is, you know, PC always, they always say, well, we're the land of no fanboys. And I think that uh, that has not, that has not, that was never true. I think you're learning that a lot of PC guys are Steam fanboys, and that's why this is such a central point within their community of, uh, <clears throat> you know, what's going on. Like th- this is pretty central to them, because if they if games are scattered all around storefronts, that's really that's really not great experience for a PC user. You kind of want that one place of. You know uh, you know marketplace and everything there and that was steam so it was a perfect world before epic came in and I'll tell you epic is they're going for it wow. and I don't think that I don't know if they're gonna be stopped I mean they I mean Tim and I've talked to him on Twitter he's very open to open dialogue and he's very outspoken Um even with the the situation where I was tweeting to him, he was, you know, he made some good points, you know? Um, and I do think he's taking it to them. I do think with this thing where he's saying this is, is a ploy to get some people behind him. uh, Um, so, or people to support him because, uh, steam does take a, a hefty chunk. And I'll tell you though, Epic is really putting the pressure on steam and I don't really see steam, uh, combating it well I feel like and I feel like it's this slow drip type thing where it's going to keep you know hitting them and it's going to get to a point where it might be too late where they can react so I, I do think they have to react and they have to do something but this is this is very trying times within the PC community and with uh, Epic and, and Steam it's really a battle of the uh, behemoths.
2: Yeah when in the end the consumers are going to win Anytime two, you know, like you said, two behemoths yeah. duke it out, you know, people that they're actually paying wins.
0: hmm Yeah, it's just interesting. Like, devs are obviously being lured because there seems to be more profits in doing this. And like it's hey, not eighteen percent just... hey, more of you know, financial
3: it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And they're yeah. selling, and they're selling. It would be one thing if they went to the platform. And it was like Windows 10 with, with freaking their games. Would just They just go to die. These games are selling. So mm-hmm. they, they've got... Yeah, gotten, people are
1: buying. For sure. Yeah,
3: and that now you have a dev say, and just put yourself in the dev shoe. I could go into Steam and I could sell the same amount of games on Epic, but I can get 20% more. Where are you going to go? Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. And you know what? I like competition. Competition makes things interesting. You know, th- uh, it it definitely drives more creativity, it drives like better things for consumers in the long run, in my opinion, in most cases. So I'm really interested to see what happens here because again, nobody's really taken steam very seriously because they've kind of well owned the market for who knows how long now. So hey. I know I'm keeping my eye on it. Um, it just it's interesting that they get like, for example, Metro Exodus a couple of months back. It made big news because originally there was supposed to be on Steam, and then the publisher uh, signed with Epic, and there's a whole spiel about that, and everybody was upset. And uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, really it's getting a lot of PC guys uh, going, and it'll just be interesting to see how this unfolds as the months go on. But uh, moving on guys, and speaking of epic games, a report was recently published that detailed developers that well they're suffering from extensive crunch time. And for those of you that aren't aware, crunch time happens when game devs, they work for well extended periods of time in order to complete work schedules. And according to sources over time, uh, like, According to like certain sources, the overtime isn't mandatory, but it's it's basically expected that you do it. And you look at the amount of updates that Fortnite, for example, with Epic Games, they put out to keep up the phenomenon relevant with its consumers, like they're working extended hours, and this leads to stressful situations and decisions between like healthcare and career, like there's been a lot of different developers going through stuff right now epic games is just one of many other studios it's almost okay. it's almost
2: like an industry standard you know unless you you've, you've uh, witnessed crunch time and and dealt with it then you're not a real developer or you know you're not in the industry because mm-hmm. I, you you hear about this every year Oh, this studio, they're in crunch time. Oh, this studio, they had crunch time and they had to take off for stress leave. And this, you know, I mean, you hear, cost you heard about it from Rockstar, you know, from mm-hmm. how many different studios at Rockstar, San Diego, New York, you know, all of them. So, you know, I mean, I, I think they kind of know what they're in for. Now, I'm not saying, yeah, they, you know, that these, these developers should be slave drivers, but.
0: No, of and
2: course mo- not. Yeah, most of these employees
4: know what, what they're in for. And it's it's either they deal with that. Oh, uh, man. I don't know, man. The stress, the family, all that stuff takes a toll, man. You got the human element, man. Yeah. I have a lot of sympathy for. Um, oh, no, no, no. no I'm, not, I'm,
2: not, I'm not saying, oh, you know, well, yes, screw them yeah. because they should know what they're getting into. But I'm just saying, this is not a new subject. It's been covered well often. And for the last several years, we've known about it.
3: So, yeah, so either they have to have
2: like a union or something, you know, they need to, yeah, maybe up.
4: I'd rather hear them. I'd rather hear a game be delayed because it, and give the, I mean, and, um, and, uh, and put off as opposed to hearing um, these the employees. I mean, these guys, you got contractors. I mean, it's a lot of people that come together to make these games and,
2: to yeah. hear behind the
4: scenes what they go through, I mean, with their, I mean, with their, no, because the fact of the matter serious serious
2: is they, they, they do treat them they, treat them they expendable. Like, hey, if you, you ain't do it, believe me, I'll does. get online and there's 15 people that'll jump at your, your position.
0: Well, I mean, do you guys think that studios need to do a better job of treating, of
2: course, them better? Of course, and and they like like Stay Ben off. said, they they need to you know if they have strict guidelines on when release dates and stuff like that, they need to have a soft uh, release date because their employees in the end of the day are the ones that are driving the company. So you know th- there has to be better, you know personnel care measures in place. You mm-hmm. know, well, especially see, with my-
1: these, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You're first. I was going to say, like the games now, games as a service, like they, there's not like so much a, a launch date. It's like an ongoing keeping the game fresh. You know what I mean? So it goes on for for a long time. Uh, to me, like, I don't know. That's where the, the change is now from maybe what it was a few years ago. Right. <laughs>
3: well, that's that's like that's like games like Sea of Thieves and and games that the you know Fortnite, they're... Fortnite, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Apex. But there are a lot of games of single player that really don't do that, or or just just don't strive. In my opinion, this goes this is just goes back to just even labor and everything, right? Um, labor laws and stuff like that. If these, mm-hmm. I don't think that these big companies are going to have any kind of remorse. So they're, they're they're just about the bottom line, and the only way to combat that, in my opinion, unfortunately. Uh, is as members of the, de- the dev is to the dev community is to actually align exo- align yourself with them, whether that's unionized and you know that's been talked about um, or some type of way to combat these companies from doing this stuff. But you because-
2: know you know as well as I do, they'll do it just like every other big company. They'll just ship it overseas. You know where they they yeah. the the labor is not as protected well, as they are it, here in North it, America. It,
3: I agree, but it's also type of thing where you know you have certain areas like the centralized located in in uh, in California or where you are, uh, where a lot of the developers and the they come from there. So I don't know. There there ha- unfortunately there's nobody overseeing these. I mean, big you're not companies.
4: putting together a toy box these pe- people yeah. these people have minds they're talented they're artists
3: Artists create they're creative it's, people and it's unfortunate it's unfortunate what happens to them because this is really artists happening there is no but, but like You're I said
2: like... they are expendable at the end of the day And in, in, in the eyes of these you know bigwigs and these CEOs and everything 100% uh,
1: I wonder like, they who, have too much
3: power getting... it's it's unfortunate but it is what it is
1: but who's getting crunched in these things like obviously the, there's not a never ending supply of like talented artists and stuff like you so would be maybe surprised it's, it's well maybe it's the guys just entering code and, and those sort of dudes you know like um it seems to be get, across they're the board like, yeah they're, really?
3: they're like yeah that's what i heard i heard they're all working 80 hour weeks like,
4: like that's insane that's insane that's not even human that's like i don't know well, actually, i mean even though top. he's not even
3: though he's not my favorite guy that guy jason trier you know Mm -hmm. like i I know he hates microsoft yeah yeah he's
2: he's been a deep throat lately you know what i mean he's been exposing a lot of stuff yeah you know shady shit in the gaming industry he Mm -hmm.
3: he has done very good in that in that aspect where he you know he he points his stuff out and i know he talks about unionizing and stuff like that to, to somewhat combat this um but what's the real answer uh, i can't tell you but you know it's it's bad and it shouldn't be that way and you know we say well it shouldn't be that way but at the end of the day we want our games in the holidays, and we we go crazy when games are delayed too. So I hate to say it, we're kind of part of it too, because when these games don't get when they get delayed, and well, all change
4: crazy, the game and don't we, announce it. Change the game, don't announce it. These people
3: have
2: or, or, so don't, or don't don't announce the release date until you're sure that your yeah. your employees are well rested and everybody's feeling good about it, and then you say, okay, all right, now we can hit this target.
3: You and know, because human
2: say, humans matter more. In a stupid project, I'm sorry. Right. And yeah, I know. I know but, we're real particular. And we want our stuff now on demand. But at the same time, people mean more. Like a
3: <laughs> But I, I've heard though through Microsoft uh, with some of their things is that they're safeguarding against some of this stuff. So that's good. You know, a big company like Microsoft doesn't want to be you know in, in you know involved with that stuff. I'm sure. But you know, you look at Anthem and they were a part of it. And that's a big company too. So, oh, yeah. I, like I said, it, it comes down to the company, and it comes down to, uh, you know, you know, treating your employees with respect. And unfortunately, I, like I said, when it comes down to these deadlines and these money, and and there's so much pressure put on, uh, you know, some of these deals like Destiny and Destiny or Destiny Two per se, uh, that they have to hit all these these stupid, you know, uh, these stupid. Milestones or whatever, and they're unrealistic. Uh, at the end of the day, you have people getting fired because they can't put up with eighty hours a week, or you're becoming, or you're making zombies and taking lives off the end of their, they're taking years off the end of their life, and that's not mm-hmm. fair. And and like I said, it really, um, like I said, it might not be my favorite, but guys like Jason and 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 people who want to expose this stuff, expose it because. I, for one, know that these companies don't give a shit about their employees. Like I, I don't see them giving a shit. They give a shit about shareholders. That's just the way big corporations are. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to say. Well, yeah, you've you know,
2: seen all they, the hell that the Activision has gotten lately. You know, over all all the stuff that they're going through. So, you know, like you said, they just don't care about the little guys. And if it wasn't for the little guys, the big projects wouldn't get done. Mm-hmm.
3: They they only care when it affects their bottom line. And sometimes the other way to do that is well, to you know stop what you're saying, or, or you're
4: know? you saying as part of the fans. Maybe we should speak out on the damn shit. You know, even as fans, if you're, I mean, we have. Well, I just, too. I
3: just, I just think that well, as fans, we've become well, our appetite's insatiable.
4: Uh, uh, I mean, uh, exactly,
3: mm-hmm. our, our appetite's insatiable, and. You know, we're not really, we're not really, uh, we're not helpful with this. We're we're the type of fans, not you or me, on this concert mm-hmm. Just saying, fans in general. If if there's news of a delay or something bad, we go crazy and we press it even harder, and that's that that even accentuates the problem, is what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just a problem all around, in my opinion, and it's it's unfortunate. Well, the movie Absolutely. industry does it, man. Like when they when they're making a movie,
1: they got a deadline that. They all crunch at the end, but you don't hear about hear yeah. about it as much. And I think yeah, but they, 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 they actually, they're, they're they union, union
2: and they're but they're union. union and they have and rules. The camera guy, the makeup
4: guy, the people who doing the hair. Yeah. They're all union, so yeah, they're, they're all union. And they have you got to pay these people. You
1: got to you got to you can't not pay them for overtime. And just because someone else could date their spot, that's like third world country shit, right there, man. Like that that wouldn't fly here in Australia at all. Well, that, well, how how country. I
2: mean put yourself in their position. How would you feel when you're under a crunch and then you got you always constantly have to look behind you and fear like you're gonna get fired and someone else is gonna replace
4: you? That would stress me the hell out. I'm sorry, yeah, you know it. what? I'm yeah. gonna, you know, yeah, what I want to do this E3 if I'm lucky to go, you know, uh, I want to just go up to a dev one day, uh, maybe somebody from EA and just ask them about their game. And what it took to get into it, you know, what, what all it took to, you know, to create this game and then ask them right off the bat. After that, just, like, how are you treating your employees? Like, what happens after this game is done? And maybe by that, you know, I'm letting them know that I'm aware of everything that's going on because, yeah. I don't know, I just kind of want to put it out there just to see, like, you know, I'll tell them, you know, just, it's disgusting.
1: Yeah. It's, it you got 80-hour we work weeks on.
4: for month after month after month and... You know,
1: not you getting lose paid, your... like they're talking yeah. about not getting paid overtime and stuff. <laughs> it's you know, disgusting,
0: like... man. It's just like, well, when you hear about stories like, again, we had talked about BioWare, and of course, everybody knows about the reveal, as yeah. Tim was saying, with uh, Jason Schreier uh, revealing that in his article, and devs crying in closets and just taking long extended leaves like, it was pretty bad. And even recently, it was reported at Netherrealm Studio that it was under scrutiny for like a severe crunch as well. Very uh, uh, stressful smart works small workstations and low pay as well like sometimes you wonder you know is it even worth it for them to even uh to even do it you know like it just seems like they're uh and then we, and let's not not forget
2: platinum games for what they had going on a couple of years ago yeah Oh I yeah know, I, I, I know it's a sore oh, spot man. but seriously you know well that's they, what they
3: said they said there were yeah, people who had they're taken yeah, there were games, games they were working like on like
0: six. Yeah, they were working on like six different game projects. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there was a lot uh wrong there from what we were hearing, but but
2: that, that but that's just because what I was saying. This isn't not front page news. We've known about this. Why why isn't there something in place to like restrict this from happening? Yeah, Some kind of nice. compensation
3: or something. Well, that's, it's up to the workers themselves. You no, know, this is you know you yeah. work for a union. Some people don't agree with the concept of a union. but oh, yeah, you know the the bottom line is that that is one way to combat this. Other than that, maybe these devs have to talk to people like Jason and put a spotlight on it because it's happening mm-hmm. and it's it's unfortunate. It's not right.
0: Absolutely, because it seems like more devs are uh, you know they're fed up and they're talking to. Uh, journalists and uh, big youtubers to get their stories out there because obviously it doesn't seem like the companies or the studios are uh, listening to them yeah because you
2: imagine you're sitting there and you're working 80 hour weeks and and the people around you're doing the same you you get a kinship going and then you see somebody like man they go out on stress leave and you're like man poor joe he's been out for six weeks man he i don't know if he's coming back mm-hmm. you know and that has to bother you and then that affects your work ethic and, and your progress
1: you know, and it's just it's it's a domino effect. But well, money money certainly um you know helps. You know if you're if you're getting looked after, you're getting paid well, and you know you you'll do those eighty hour weeks for three months or whatever okay. it is, and and get that cash. You know, let's. Um, I don't that's, know. Easier said be than
4: done, man. Plan, you don't know so what that need. work environment is like. That mental stress. I mean, I do a lot of physical mm-hmm. work at my job. I do construction, but. That mental yeah. stress,
1: like, oh my gosh, it's just it like, when you're expected to do it, yeah. But and then at the same time, well, that's note, what they remember after, is, after the game's really done. After, so they're, after they're the game done, they, they don't have
2: anything. So hey, you would think they'd be like, okay, let me, let me just rack up this overtime as much as possible because for the that's next it. six months, I may not be having a job at all. So yeah. let me do what I can. I to mean, the hell, even.
4: you have – wait, hold on a second. You have games that these guys have worked on that don't even come out. What about those games? You busted your tail. You created this whole world. And guess what? You know what? We decided not to release the game. And you're done. <laughs> and they're done with you. You're really passionate about this project, and it's the game. The damn game's not even coming out anyway. And would you sacrifice all your time with your family, your kids? Your kids don't even recognize you when you come in the house after an eighty-hour, you know, month, three—I mean, a week, week after week for months and months. That's bullshit, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, the the Megatron on the Yeah, brother. My a lot of this stuff is what I do My other job. daddy. You know what? Well, I, you know what it is, is. A lot of this stuff is what I do. I mean, like I said, I do construction and I know about the time frame and closing down mm-hmm. highways. But I know a lot of that, what that takes and it's, it's a different field, but it's, at the same time, it's the same. It's just like it really pisses me off. This is just like there's got to be labor laws in place and people there to enforce them because if not, and I stay unionized, if not, yes, then it, work it's sickening. Live better I mean, work union. Uh-huh. The kids, man, your, your family, your kids. I mean, your loved ones. You know, you're not guaranteed tomorrow, bro. It's just like it's. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you important. said the,
3: the laws are there. It's just the you have to enforce them. Absolutely. We have a way a way to a way to threaten them.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's a very. Uh passionate topic, too. And it's good that more devs are coming out about this in different ways. Um, You know, overtime can be a a good thing if the dev wants to do it, if the incentives are there, if the pay is there. But you know, if it's really grueling backbreaking, you know, and the work environments aren't there. And the and the culture isn't positive, then yeah, there's lots of side effects, and you know you're seeing a lot of it starting to take its toll on some large studios, which is unfortunately you know very sad. But because
2: well, people aren't keeping it hush hush anymore, they're they're getting fed up, and mm-hmm. some has to to give way mm-hmm. soon.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah exactly and uh, you know I hope that they they do get paid for their work it's just some of these stories like some of them are not very good when you hear people like just talking about breakdowns I know a lot of us in our work. I know for me myself like there are times where i'm just like oh i just want to get out of here and whatnot but you know we all get stressed we all feel it but uh i don't know some of these crunch times you know it's (sighs) developer crunch isn't a good thing too when i heard about the supposed bioware magic which is well pretty much just like getting things done in crunch time that's not like an opportune way to run a business or a studio they have management needs to do more efficient ways of uh getting things done and organizing
3: there should be no such thing as uh magic like you like as Mm -hmm. as
2: yeah which is basically close your eyes and cross your fingers and just (laughs) basically 100 hour
3: weeks 100 hour weeks Uh, put your life on the line for your for your company and screw your family, which is not right.
4: Abs- no, absolutely. Hey, unfortunately, it's the person that's willing to work the 100-hour weeks. And it's a but person that's who what I'm saying. done, though. You know, like, but
3: hold, if on, you're in, hold you...
4: on, but you got people that are saying, well, look, it's nothing wrong with me working a 50-hour week and be just as passionate, and I shouldn't be looked down upon because this guy because yeah, no kids. No yeah. family, you know, it's just, you know, it was nineteen years old, eighteen years old is willing to do it. Okay, well, thank mm-hmm. you. But don't 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 uh, throw stones at the other guy that's got right. shit. And that's True. not thinking about the mobs that are we're women and men and women that are doing this. And they're sacrificing a lot, you know. There should be some limits, you know, fifty hours a week at the most. Maybe some crunch time here or there, maybe some weekends, but like to spread it out, but that's nonsense, man. I mean, I had I had soccer today, and I'm all over the damn place up here in this state and then running back and grabbing food. It's just like mm-hmm. – because I have time off. You, I mean, none of that's happening. You, you're not raising the family doing this. Yeah. Um And, I mean, well, you can't have – Well, <laughs> it's, it's,
3: it's very good points that everyone makes, but you either make a union. If you don't want a union, they have to have some type of oversight committee that can – uh, oh, well, th- th-
2: there are whistleblower laws as well, so you know people are protected if they, you know, tell somebody that's in, yeah, that can make also, a change.
3: Right, the devs—if they really—if if it's this bad, <clears throat> and any dev that's listening to this show, uh, you know, maybe talk to your coworkers and talk to people in the industry at this E3 and really try to tackle this problem because
2: well HR should be able to It's only to getting all over worse.
3: It. Yeah. Yeah, it's only getting worse. But the bottom line is it's like are we going to expect EA or Activision or these big corporations to ca- care about the little guy and what they do? The answer is they don't care. Well, they don't Let's care cuz well,
2: in, in the end what they're going to say, "Okay, well now games are going to be $80 flat." You guys want to, you know, oh, right. you know, make you I your already
3: say
4: that, anyways. So <laughs> game pass. there you go. Thank you, Microsoft, for including a Game Pass because then we won't have that. You know, all their first-party games definitely day and date are coming. Definitely in, so.
1: dev-friendly Game Pass. <clears throat> oh yeah.
0: Well, with that being said, you know, I was very uh, passionate, very heated, good stuff, guys. Lots of good ideas. Uh, we're gonna move on towards well, towards the end of the show. Uh, with what we've been playing, what games we've been playing, uh, stick I know about games, but game of thrones. <laughs> All right, go ahead, stick. <laughs> my bad, brother. My bad, my bad. Game of thrones, yes, go ahead, stick.
1: Yeah, uh, me, uh, I've been actually haven't been playing a lot of multiplayer games. I normally play multiplayer the last few weeks, I've just been, been appearing offline and just. Playing some uh, Metro and uh, Ace Combat Seven, mm-hmm. um, you know I, I checked Good, yeah. out the um, Splinter Cell backwards compatible games, a bit of that. So nice, but yeah, so um, but. Yeah, like I said, I, I just sort of—I've been trying to get my gamer score up. My gamer score's so low because I, I predominantly play multiplayer. That, that doesn't I mean. make you a
2: gamer. A gamer score does not make you a gamer. Right? You know, it's my middle that. finger to that. You know, I'm like
1: thirty-six thousand after fourteen years. Well, yeah. How many people <laughs>
4: play I mean, multiplayer Let I me mean, make it worse. Game? That's it. Let me stop. No, that's fine. Man. <laughs> that's no big deal. <laughs> but yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't know. Just um, playing a few of those games. Ace Combat's a really good game. So oh, yeah. I heard. I heard yeah yeah so um and i was pretty impressed by splinter cell as well the, which um, Cell was the convictions right which one is which one of um, the, is the blacklist is it blacklist Yeah, the, the latest film. one yeah the latest oh, one God, i think really. the one before as well um but i've only been playing blacklist nice but yeah good game i'm looking for, forward to uh a sequel or mm-hmm. a, an updated um splinter cell down the track hopefully
0: fingers crossed i mean you know there's well, been rumors Sam for year. Sam fisher baby bring him back
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey i'd welcome that uh let me some uh splinter cell um megatron have you been able to dabble in anything i know you said you've been playing a little bit of mortal kombat 11 anything else or? well yeah so
4: mortal kombat 11 i'm going to play um later on today um well tonight anyway before i have to go to bed for work and then i'm gonna try to jump into that world war z because i've heard of, a lot of good things about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are more than welcome to join me. Um, Ooh! And uh, <laughs> and you know what? FOMO. I've been, you know what? I've been playing pinball, man. Like I played a <laughs> FX three pinball. <What? laughs> really? Hey, you
2: showing offline doing that, aren't you?
4: Hey, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I think Klaus was talking about it last week when he. I think we had him on the show. Yeah, right he was. Before last, yeah. I like, I like. Listen, man, I can have just as much fun as playing the Division Two. And Pac Man, so leave me the hell alone. You know, I just love my games, man. So, but uh, so um, there's some new tables that I opened up on there. It was uh, Back to the Future, Jaws, and ET, damn it. And I'm an 80s kid, so yeah, so I did that earlier today, and um, yeah, but tonight I'm gonna be playing World War Z
0: awesome awesome i'll definitely get your opinion on that later on for sure Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm looking forward to that yeah you know what i'm very tempted to pick that up myself uh southey what have you been playing these days uh low-key i just been
2: playing a little bit of division two i haven't really played very very much but uh yeah just a little bit of Division two that game i you know i could play just you know five ten minutes of it and you know shoot some people and i'm just i'm I'm cool i'm good so yeah I, i don't I don't know i'm i'm kind of slipping on my gaming lately but i'm i'm trying to still keep it fresh at the same time
0: but, <laughs> yeah, that, that's about it right now all right all right very good hey you know you, you don't have time forever you know well, well like i said day,
2: gamer but... score ain't everything man you know just because you know you yeah. have a low gamer score doesn't mean you know that you're not a gamer because a lot of my friends only play multiplayer games and they, they've been playing xbox live for you know 10 plus years so They may have a 10,000 gamer score, but I know that they're like legit gamers that have thousands of hours on gameplay. So to me, that's what matters most.
4: What is your gamer score, Sal?
2: It's 170.
4: (laughs) Hundred seventy thousand. Big score. But I do agree with you. It's not that. It doesn't. It's not indicative of your type of game. Hey, right? I
2: wasn't saying that to cover my own tracks, bro. Come on. I nah, know. I'm only teasing you.
4: I'm only
0: teasing.
2: I'm, I, but my game score isn't that big. And I, some people, I get messages, have no life. I'm like, this is like fourteen years, dude. What are you talking mm-hmm. about?
0: that's too funny yeah I don't like some people are really into it like back in the day there were certain games that I was like really into getting like all the achievements for most of them now like I honestly I could really care less I don't have the time to put into uh, you know grindy achievements or anything like that I just kind of go with the flow I enjoy the game for the game you know what I mean right that's right but uh, Tim Tim dog what
3: have you been playing these days what have you been enjoying well, I got Mortal Kombat and I got World War Z. Haven't played World War Z yet. Uh, was planning on this weekend, but it didn't happen. I was completely uh, invested in Mortal Kombat Eleven. I finished it. I finished the story mode. Oh, um, nice! Doing the towers. Yeah, I, I love Mortal Kombat. Uh, this this gener- this this iteration uh, kind of goes back to the older style. I feel like with the gameplay. Um, it's fantastic on the X. It looks unbelievable. It's gorgeous. One yeah, even best- even
2: Zaire's playing it on the Xbox. So I'm like, mm-hmm, pony.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it really looks good on the on the X. Um, uh, you know, it is. It's definitely the for consoles, the best place to play. Digital Foundry had a video on it. Um, it's it just has higher resolution. It's more more closer to 4K. But even even so, aside from that. Uh, the game is just totally fun. Uh, the story uh, was really impressive. The graphics, cutscenes, fantastic. Uh, they did a great job. And I it's don't Fatalities. Like yeah, I haven't learned them. I've done brutalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've, I've, uh, I've had a good time um, just with the single player. So now that I'm done with the single player, I'll do the towers. Um, I'm looking I'm already ready for the for the DLC. I've played pretty much every character. so I like to try to you know test them. I really uh, feel uh, Johnny Cage is awesome, really, really strong. Um, a lot of the a lot of a lot of fighters with reach. I feel uh, it, you're 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 better suited to use those characters. Because the game is more of an inside game as a as a, as opposed to st- you know, previous Mortal Kombat, you would stay at the other end of the screen and you would do uh, aerials, mm-hmm. you know, from that. Uh, this I feel like if you get in close, do combos, you know, you really can rack up damage and um, <clears throat> it's like I said, it's it's for me, it's a nine out of ten. I recommend recommend it. Uh, they did a great job, you know. Again, NeverRealm. Uh, delivered and, and you know I just eat their games up like with the injustice too I finish them the same you know you know me I, I take my time with games but when a game gets me uh, and it really gets me in a game like this I, I kind of you know will will you know roll through it and you know I kind of roll through the single player which I would say is about six to seven six hours six to seven hours uh, but there's still a lot of gameplay left. I haven't played online because usually they get destroyed, but uh, yeah, uh, impressive game. And now looking to play World War Z, hopefully, maybe maybe South gets it, get, gets it somehow or something happens where he comes along it. Maybe who knows? Uh, and we all can play this weekend because, um, hmm. you know, uh, the stuff, a
4: great week. idea,
5: <clears throat>
4: actually. Yeah, that's not well, bad. I'm, I'm damn
3: we gotta play. We got to play with our friends
5: that we haven't
0: played with in a while. All right. That's not a bad idea. I'll look into it then. Um, You know, I've like a stick figure here. I have been playing. I just uh, (laughs) got into Ace Combat 7, and I have been absolutely loving that game. I've been really enjoying it. Uh, You know, there's not too many, like, really good, like, flight simulation vehicles, fighter games out there, and I've just been eating this sucker up. Uh, by the way, thank you, Stick. Uh, he suggested that I play <laughs> on the hard difficulty. And you know what? You're absolutely right, because it's been testing me. And yeah. even though some some missions are like, oh, you know, I, I'm, I, I do get frustrated at points, I don't mind because I'm really enjoying the game. And honestly, the hard difficulty is yeah. not that bad. It just, you know, it teaches you to... You know just be more selective of your different weapons and planes yeah, and right. so on adjust your tactics i highly suggest anybody who's into like fighter games definitely check out ace combat 7 it's a real treat i'm about it looks so good yeah guys it's beautiful i'm playing on xbox one x and it is absolutely gorgeous like there's some really spectacular, like cutscenes and um, just missions too. Like, there's that one where, like, there's like lightning going down, and oh, it's just it's yeah. beautiful. Um, I think I'm on mission 13 right now. Uh, oh,
1: that's yeah, fine,
0: I think. Oh, well, there that's you the go.
1: 14, yeah.
0: Either way, it's a lot of fun. Like Where's your wingman.
1: I- <laughs> Wish it was co-op, man. It would be an awesome co-op game.
0: Yeah, like there's multiplayer though. But yeah, I wish there was co-op. That would be cool. Um, Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we can have a. It would be nice to have a Top Gun moment, right? You know what I mean? You can be my goose. Talk to (laughs) me, goose. I'm MAV and you're goose. But uh, I'll
1: accept
0: that. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. But yeah, definitely check out Ace Combat Seven, guys. It's really fun. And uh, yeah, with that comes an end to the show my friends and a big thank you to everyone that participated in the chat and of course everyone listening and you guys you are fantastic and we all love the support that you've been giving us you are fantastic
2: and uh, now, now this stick figure's been on. Now we gotta get Mega Bassy. That's that's my boy.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's my boy right there. Hey, hey, I'd be up because you know over there it's a total time change. So I'll be, if, yeah. you know, I get home late at night from work, and it will be like four in the morning here. And it's, I think he's just barely getting up. You know what I mean? So he's or he's <laughs> in the middle of the day, and we're we're clowning with some you know ponies, and we're just going back and forth, and and we're just tag teaming. You know, And <laughs> like man, that that that's my dog right there.
1: Oh uh, yeah, talk some you know, Sea Thieves, Halo, and COD, and you'd be right with Mega.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I believe me, I played Call of Duty with him.
1: Yeah we, yeah, we played
2: quite a few games.
0: Well, yeah, I love my Aussie friends. You guys are fantastic, Aaron, an, and you guys are just a lot of fun to get along with. You, you use my Aussie, day.
2: I, man, it just makes me chuffed <laughs> to play with him. Yeah, <laughs> he's good. He's
0: good <laughs> uh but yeah before you guys leave please share this show out and just let everyone know and let the good uh, get the good gaming word out there about txr and again thank you everyone for checking out the show you guys are great and now onto the outros stick it was great to finally have you on here again i know we've been trying for a while to get you on but hey it's been a blast and we'd certainly love to have you on again at some point uh where can these fine folks find you at
1: yeah. <clears throat> uh basically yeah if you go to um go to the live chat you'll see my name in there just click on the symbol and that's my youtube channel and it's got all my links in the description area or the uh, about area there so yeah on twitter um uh, there's also mega bad seed max power in there as well so definitely check out max powers um he's pay or oh, his youtube channel is really really good so uh, i really appreciate you guys having me on it was a bit of a surprise um so thanks heaps guys well, I'm glad
2: you showed up man appreciate it <laughs> thanks man
0: absolutely megatron where can people find you at but as always
4: xbox live megatron one's my gamer tag look me up hit me up um twitter megatron one underscore one nine seven five and uh yeah admins play some games talk some games talk about e3 whatever you want to talk about i'm
0: down all right you heard it there Thank folks you. Uh, Southie, when where can people find you at?
2: You can find me on the Twitters. Holler at your boy, Southbound 110. That's at Southbound 110. Hit me up. I like to talk with anybody. You know what I mean? You're cool with me. I'm cool with you. You know, let, let's chat.
0: Holler cool. at you. Yeah. See, that's he's, right. He's, he's a pretty you're cool a guy all right and tim dog where can people find you dropping xbox leaks at (laughs) nowhere (laughs) Uh, i
3: will be on uh on twitter uh and xbox live same same username beast fire tim dog spelled as it sounds and uh you know happy to be here another week and uh thanks for stick figure uh, Not stink figure, but stick figure. Stick figure! Hashtag it, baby. Stick figure. I, I, I said, used to call uh, that
1: all the time on OG Xbox. Uh, <laughs> that, you know, especially on Todd and those sort of games. So <laughs> I
3: haven't heard it for that long. People are a lot nicer these days. <laughs> yes, yes. But, uh, you know, um, follow him up, uh, uh, fans of the show, and, and he's awesome. Uh, character That's awesome x, Back yeah. x guy, guy great uh, to have pleasure you. pleasure to have mm. on the on today and just in, in the just in uh in the community overall cheese man thanks appreciate it
0: absolutely i have a link for his uh youtube channel down in the description so definitely check it out uh and check out his content it's really good and yeah <laughs> I'm Invader Gaming. You can find me at Invader underscore one nine eight six on Twitter and Invader Gaming on YouTube. You can check out my channel. Look for the little robot guy. And again, guys, that's the end of the show. Thank you very much for tuning in and we'll see you next week with a whole bunch of new topics and probably another guest, another great guest from the gaming community. Take it easy, guys. Winner's here. I'm out. Later. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) Peace, guys.